of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. Okay. Um, 
I want you to dial in, dial in to the blog talk. It was a, she was a lot of fun ministering to, but but deliverance ministry is fun for me anyway. I, I have fun with it because I, I, I know that if God sends you here, there's something that he needs to teach me. So I have to be resilient. I have to be patient. I have to be polite. I have to use extremely good manners because I know that inside of this person is something that doesn't want them here. It's waiting for me to get in the flesh any kind of way because if I get in the flesh any kind of way, I will ruin their deliverance. But God doesn't have to worry about that anymore because I, I am a dead woman walking. I'm dead. Dead. And I know that. But I'm also human flesh and I and I always have to keep my flesh under subjection to my spirit. Did you dial in? Because I, I need you to be a witness to what I'm getting ready to tell them. Because, see, there's some unbelievers on this line. And I just want belief to overshadow their unbelief. So they can learn something. I don't see you. Are you on here? You see, I don't ever minister by myself. I always have Brother Joe or Jose or who's ever turned or who's ever here with me because I know God wants a witness to the things that happen in this ministry. Okay, and I want a witness. And I had asked the lady at first I, I wanted to record the whole thing, but God said it's gonna be too intimate. You can't record it. I said, okay. So I knew God was going to move. God is moving all over this world. You know that. But I knew that God was going to move on behalf of this lady. And I knew that whatever we had, and we did, we accomplished a lot. But for some reason, sometimes God saves the best for last. And the last part of the deliverance, because I'm going, I'm going to, if I do deliverance with you one on one, I'm going to go, I'm going all the way. I'm going to get everything out of you that you will allow me to. And the reason I say that you will allow me to is because sometimes the stuff in people is so diabolical and phenomenal. That the people get scared or uh, or they cut it off. Now, what will make them cut it off is ego. See, the ego will tell them, I'm above this. I'm better than this. I'm saved. This couldn't be in me. In me. And that's the demon talking right there. Because, you know, how, how many people know? Whenever you get delivered, the demon will try to talk you out your own deliverance in the middle of it. And that's why so many people don't get delivered. Because they're sitting right in the place to be delivered. And the demon will talk them out of it. And then they right there in front of the deliverance minister. And the demon gets them out of agreement with the deliverance minister. And they never get delivered. They get up. They got a piece of deliverance. But they're not. They're not um, they're not fully delivered. Now we say fully delivered. I mean to the point that God wants to deliver them, because we're not going to ever be fully delivered till we get to get to be with Jesus. Okay, but you could you could you can be delivered from hell on earth. That's what I'm talking about. You know, she on hell. 
hell on earth, you can be delivered from that. You can be delivered to the point where you can fulfill your destiny because God wouldn't be God if he created you and he created you unable to fulfill his destiny in you. I mean, what kind of God would that be? So, you know, um, lots of people sabotage their own own deliverance. I'm old enough now. If you want to sabotage your own deliverance, sabotage. I'm not going to fight with anybody to get them delivered. I used to. But then I realized that if I have to fight with you to get you delivered, you're not ready to be delivered in the first place. And you need more Jesus. So I have a whole new philosophy this year. I had backed up last year. I said, you know, I wasn't going to fight with anybody to get them delivered. Well, this year, I'm going to fight even less. You want to be delivered? Jesus said, whosoever will, let him come. Sister Erica say, whosoever won't, let him go. Because one thing for sure and two things for certain. If God has called you to be delivered and you have the nerve to tell God no, then you enter into the disobedience. And and disobedience caused you to enter into all those curses in Deuteronomy 27, 28. And let me tell you something. I want to stay as far away from you as I can be because those curses spill over. The effects of those curses spill over on everybody around you. Now, see, I have that knowledge, and for me to just disregard it would just be Dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumber than dumb. So, you can be delivered. And I don't mean, okay, now, this took five days. Five days. She came on the 20th, and she left on the 25th. It took four days. It took four days. And I didn't have to fight with this lady to follow my instructions. And believe you me, she had been a believer a long time, a Christian a long time. And normally they're the hardest people to get delivered because they 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 know so much, but yet they're lacking. <clears throat> they're lacking in what they need to know. So I just have a new philosophy. And and another one. God told me about 10 years ago, maybe longer, I don't know, that I could get anybody delivered in three days. I mean, but I, I tell you, when Satan sent me the the hardest. Satan put something on me. <laughs> but why what why did he do that? To make me an unbeliever. That's why Satan does everything. To make you an unbeliever of what God tells you is the truth. So if you want a scripture for this morning, let's go with Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. Because because in this deliverance I just went through with this lady, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the call from God's very own heart is for all Christians To be authentic overcomers for all Christian believers to be genuine overcomers, not liars, not living half truths, 
but to be a genuine overcomer. And remember I said yesterday that an overcomer is a believer that has had an authentic experience with God. Authentic. With God. Philippians chapter I press for the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You see, brothers and sisters, that is something that you are made. You are made an overcomer. And there seems to be a false assertion that all believers are overcomers. I'm trying to tell you they're not. And this false um, assertion is voiding and it's nullifying urgent pleading of God's own Holy Spirit and leaving them exposed to the dangers of the devil and demons. You hear me? In the back of the book, in the back of the Bible, in the book of Revelation, Our Lord names overcomers in every one of God's seven letters to the churches. God obviously wrote the book of Revelations for us. And at the back of the book, it talks about us overcomers. It talks about those of us that have been overcome and have failed him in the past. If you honestly are honest with God, And if you genuinely seek his help and his strength, but for enablement of you to obey his word, you can be an overcomer. He wants you to be like Paul. And press and press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Jesus said to the church in the book of Revelation at Ephesus, He said, Remember therefore. From whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do your first works. Let me be your first love again. He said, or else I'm going to come quickly and remove your candlestick, except you repent. Repent, change. And then he says in Ephesus, see, God never tells you to do something 
without preparing you to do it. He said to the church of Ephesus, he that hath the ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcometh, will I give to each, look at this, of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Jesus said to the church at Smyrna, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. I would imagine that spiritual prison is worse than physical prison. That ye may be tried. And you will have tribulation. Ten days. What he say? Be thou faithful unto death. And I'm going to give you a crown of life. The first one was Revelation 2 and 7. This is Revelation 2 and 10. And then he says. After he gives you. His instructions. He ought. Always gives you his promise as an overcomer. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. He said to the church at Pergamum, Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Revelation 2.16, again he says the promise, the benefit. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna and will give him a white stone. And in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, Saving he that received the death. Revelation 2, 6, 2, 17. He said to the church at uh, Thyatira, but that which you have already hold fast till I come. The benefit. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Revelation 2.26, Jesus said to the church at Sardis, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Sardis, he that overcometh in this area, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Revelation 3 and 5. Jesus said to the church at Philadelphia, Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man <clears throat> take thy crown. Revelation 11. And then he said, Him that overcometh in this area will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. Revelation 3 and 12. Most of us know about the church of Laodicea. 
Jesus said to the church at Laodicea, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Rebuke means stop. I'm sure you all know that. Rebuke means stop. So when you say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you, you're saying, Satan, the Lord stops you. So Jesus said to the church in Laodicea, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Jesus said to him that overcometh, to him that does what I say, to him that perseveres, I will grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that overcometh inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Revelation 21, 7. As I said, an overcomer is a believer who has had an authentic experience with God. So thrown into the furnace of affliction, they have come forth as pure gold. The overcomer, listen carefully, the overcomer is born, made by God through the victory that they receive by trusting in Jesus Christ. Perhaps one of the most difficult things to do on this earth as a human being is to be an overcomer. You know why? Possessing impressive credentials and a lot of degrees don't mean nothing. When you get to that point where the rubber meets the road, your degrees, your gifts, it, not, it don't mean nothing. Every professing Christian believer has to learn, has to be made by God, has to be led into Whatever God requires of them to make them an overcomer. And guess what? You're made an overcomer through your faith and your total trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, all you prideful people. And you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. You see, brothers and sisters. Overcomers. Take their burdens and their agony. To the Lord Jesus Christ. And then through prayer and trust. Jesus leads that Christian believer, like it says in Psalm 23, to green pastures. The overcomer 
No. Inside of them. That what they're going through from the adversary, whatever it is, it's going to be turned around to victory in Jesus Christ. The overcomer knows from the inside to the outside that Christ alone is well able to give them the peace of God that passes all understanding. The overcomer knows from the inside to the outside they're going to have trials and testing in this world. But the overcomer knows that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ told us to be of good cheer because he overcame this world and that we, you and I, will find our victory as well in Jesus Christ. Overcomers, brothers and sisters, believers, who find their strength and their help in Jesus by the power of the Son of God. Overcomers follow in Jesus. They learn, take it to the cross, whatever the world dishes out is handled with prayer placed on the altar before God. And the overcomer understands that their hope and their sufficiency, their success and their victory comes through being in Christ Jesus. The overcomer's faith is sometimes put on trial and confirmed by God as holy evidence of authenticity. Overcomers have the victory and they know it is not of themselves. They know that they sustain the victory through Christ's victory. Overcomers, brothers and sisters, are then able to walk in newness of life. They know that they've been crucified with Christ and that their old life is gone. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. The overcomer knows that by dying to self, hallelujah, they experience the joy of our Lord and Savior's triumph in their life. An overcomer is grateful and humble because they are partaking its mercy and its marvelous grace. They know that if it wasn't for Christ Jesus, they would be doomed 
and out of this gratitude to him, brothers and sisters, their hearts burst forth with adoration and praise unto their God for the victory that only he alone can provide for them. You see, the overcomer knows and is made a witness that while weeping may endure for a night, joy cometh in the morning. That's what our sister experienced here. Our sister has become a God-made overcomer. That's what Olisa went through and has been made a God-made overcomer. That's what you got to go through. That's what I have to go through. That's what every overcomer has to go through in order to be a witness of having overcome. Not you of yourself, but Christ in you. Not you of yourself but your faith in Christ Jesus that abides in you. Not you of yourself, but the strength and the power and the might, hallelujah, of Almighty God. An overcomer, a believer, a believer, that has had an authentic experience with God. An overcomer by Christ's ability in them. I'm going to share this with you after she gives her own testimony and after I can do the research. This lady had, excuse me, this lady had a spirit in her that went all the way back to the Greek Hellenistic uh, uh, time. And this is why God says, study to show yourself approved, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. When the demon spoke out its name, I knew I had heard it. I knew I had read about it. But if you would have told me that in 2021, I would come spirit to spirit with that demon goddess, I would have told you, you crazy. Jose, you were sitting right here, weren't you, in the back of the room. The demon spoke out its name, right? I said, Jose, quickly, look this thing. Because when I learned about I didn't pay it a whole lot of attention. Because I'm just studying. Probably for somebody else. When that demon spoke his name out, that demon said, I came into this family. 
through her grandfather's 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 grandfather. I said, wow. <laughs> That's a long time. Because, see, it was trying to intimidate me now. And then it took it took her hand, opened it up, and slapped it against her stomach one time. Then it did it two times. Then it did it. One time, I was wondering, waiting to see what was going to happen. It said, I've been after all of them a long time. My job is to destroy them. I said, well, you know, look like you not doing such a good job. <laughs> and that demon told all it needed to say. And by then, Jose had given me the, 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 his smartphone. He said, there it is. I looked on the smartphone. I said, mm. I gave it back to Jose. It came through Gnostic, paganism. And we began in the name of Jesus to go to war. It said, in the whole family. I said, well, you're not going to be in this part of the family much longer. It came from Greece before Christ. G-N, Artie. G-N-O-F. I said, my God, we went to war. It said everything it had done to the family. It said everything it had brought in the family. And it was still defeated. And it was cast out right here yesterday. Around seven, eight, I don't know. It's not in the family anymore. Now, you got to understand something. This came in on the mother's side. That wasn't wasn't all that stuff from the father's side from Mexico. Are you hearing me? I'm not going to give the name on here because I don't want no witch to be empowered. I bound it up, did what God said do, cast it out. And a smile came over that lady's face. She began to look 15 years younger. I looked at her. I said, wow, you are a really pretty lady. She said, yeah, I used to be. I said, "Uh uh-uh, you are again. She was so cute, and she's short, small, petite. That's why I tell you, them little people will fool you. <laughs> they fighters. That lady is free today. Deliverance is a lot more. And if you if you deliver a person according to what the demons say, you will miss it many, many, many times. You deliver people according to what God said. Brothers and sisters, according to what God said. Can God count on you to do that kind of Oh, 
See you tomorrow on the tail line. I'm, I, I'll have her. I'll have her give you her own testimony. <clears throat> but God did it. That's what I want you to know. God made that lady a authentic overcomer, and that's what God wants to do with you. But you can't be lying to him. You can't be hiding stuff because all you're doing is keeping yourself tied up, twisted up, and tangled up with demons. i see you tomorrow on the deadline. Well, it is the deadline. What can I say? 